the Audio Nowcast, sponsored by API and Wireworld Pro Audio. Now from the Nowcast Network Studios, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to the Audio Nowcast. My name is Mike Rodriguez, and before we get going, let me introduce the guys and girl. And ladies and gentlemen, this is Audio Nowcast 225, the start of season number two. The first season only took us 15 years. And better than that, we are all live around the table! So, starting over here, on my right, the one and only Mr. Bobby Osinski. Bobby! It's good to be back, Mike. It's so it really good to is. see you. Yeah. This is just amazing. Yeah, it's good, good to be in the presence of real people. <laughs> and next to him, we've got Mr. Nick Peck. Hello, Mike! Oh my god, I cannot tell you how utterly thrilled, delighted, enraptured I am right at this very moment. Oh, this is this is the best. This is so great. And then across the way, we have the one and only Miss Bliss McGinnis. Bliss! Hello, everyone. It's so good to be here. I couldn't be happier. Oh, Bliss, it's so good. So good to see you. It's great. You know, she's my partner in crime on all the Spaces episodes and stuff. And uh, it's so good that Bliss is back. Bliss is back. She's family. What can you I say? Know. You know? And finally, the Iron Man of the Audio Nowcast. I've never missed a show in 225 episodes. The one and only Rob Arbiter. What is up, everybody? <laughs> it, is, it is pretty amazing to not be on Zoom. I know. Oh, it's so I'm great. Like, can I push mute? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah, the only problem is, is I can't like surf the internet and pretend like I'm... I'm uh, oh, yeah, you have to tell us about your whole scheme. <laughs> yeah, and I feel way more awkward not wearing pants this time. But other than that... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is it's so good to see you guys and and I I you know I feel like we've just like we've just gone through this marathon, you know, and everybody's coming out the other side. Yeah. And, you know, the first thing you do is you give everybody a hug and then you, you want to, like, check in on everybody. Like, I expected to show up and Rob's hair is, like, down to the middle of his waist. And... <laughs> <laughs> now I hacked off the pandemic ponytail last week. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, you, you just you just want to check on everybody. Wasn't it weird the first time you took your mask off and like went into a store? Like that was to me that was weird. Oh, I still haven't done that. You I haven't, haven't been either. No, I, no, I, I haven't either. I lived down in Orange County and actually at dinner we went. I just walked in for the first time without a mask on. It was kind of weird, but it was it was liberating too. You know. I keep waiting for people to not have masks on, but everybody still has a mask. Yeah, on. yeah, they do up here. Yeah. Different part of the state. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it's all of an June fifteenth already happened. I know. I don't June, know. That was the magic date. It's yeah. all gone. If you're vaccinated, if you're not vaccinated, well, we can't help you. But you know, um, it's like habit now. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not it's like vaccinated, here's an idea: go get <laughs> vaccinated. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, so it's great to uh, be uh, on this podcast. And before we get going, I just want to say a couple things. Number one, um, we did almost 30 shows during the pandemic. Wow. Which for us, that's like two years worth of shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I will say, I just kind of, I want to thank all you guys because 
you've all at one time or another were on a couple shows and you really helped me out like the podcast was something that I look, could look forward to when when times were pretty dark there and it, it was one of the things that kind of kind of kept me rolling and it's so amazing like I don't know how you be, you know whatever your beliefs are the higher power the whole thing but it's like it's it's crazy <clears throat> how the right people were there at the right time doing the right thing you know at least that's what happened in, in my life because the pandemic was really tough. I mean, I lost my father um, a year ago, and then I just recently lost my brother-in-law. And, you know, there's some really major things that happened in, in our family. And and it's good to have outlets like, like the podcast. It's good to have outlets and, like, really good friends that you can kind of count on. So I just want to say thank you guys. You know, you, you, you didn't have to show up. You showed up. Not that there was anything else you'd be doing. but <laughs> <laughs> I think it was super grounding for me. It gave me – because there was no sense of time. Right. Or so little sense of time. And knowing that every other week, you know, we were meeting, it's like, oh, okay, two weeks have gone by and it's a Thursday and now we're recording. You know, that really, that, aside from, you know, all of your wonderful company, that really helped me too. Well, I will say the one thing that's really great about our podcast is if you listen to all 15 years and I know there are people that have done that and, you know, bless you, but um, we really encapsulate the history of audio for these last 15 years. And and I was so proud when I listened to some of the the pandemic podcasts like like if you were going to go and you wanted just to get average joes that work in the uh, in the industry uh, what's happening during whatever time, you know, you can go back and listen to, you know, episode number 33 when we talk about the iPhone the first time and the iPad and all the new stuff and Avid and uh, it's and and the the pandemic was just another thing in our history and i was i'm really proud of that like we really capture this moment this time this history so it was it was really great um before we start getting into talking tech and some of the other stuff i just want to open up you guys um you know i know this is a time of change now that we're coming out of the pandemic and anybody um doing any changes i know i personally have, have changed my setup at the house that at my studio um and I put a 5-1 system in, and I got some new furniture, because I don't know. It's like, you want a new change? You want to change that desk and that rack and, and stuff like that. And I think it's really symbolic. I think because coming out of the pandemic, I just want it like, it's it's like we all get to reset, right? We all get to start over. And I just want to open it up. Anybody feel that way? I mean, I know, Nick, you're going through a similar thing right now. Oh, a- absolutely. I've spent the last several months... Um, uh, rebuilding, uh, rebuilding my studio. So I had this metal building in the back of my house. And, you know, when I bought the house, I had stars in my eyes and said, my God, there's my recording studio. Not thinking about the fact that it was just basically a sheet of steel and Los Angeles sun and sheet of steel equals 140 (laughs) degrees in the summer. So that was an oven. That That wasn't a garage. It was was an easy bake oven is what it was. You became the human hot pocket. I did. I did. Hot pocket. So, so, so uh, over the last couple of months, I, I bit the bullet. Um, I because it's uh, because it's metal. You don't use like regular fiberglass insulation. They spray uh, special closed cell foam insulation on this thing instead. Um, and they put five inches of this stuff on the ceiling, and they said, this is going to be like R50, you watch. And then I put in, you know, drywall and mudded it and taped it and painted it and put in a new floor, an, an epoxy floor. 
so it is a lovely space now as I'm setting it back up, but the best part is it has one little teeny tiny $99 window air conditioner, and oh my god, it's 25 degrees cooler than any other place <laughs> in my house. Yes. <laughs> I'm a fan of AC. Closed cell, closed cell foam is is that's the bomb. So that's great. I'll, I'll be talking a lot more about it, yeah. you know, over over time. But I'm very excited about slowly rebuilding it and putting it back together again. No, I think it's great, and we've had a couple of conversations, and uh, that's that's exciting. That's exciting. It's a bummer having to like rewire and stuff like that. Tearing I, the whole no, thing apart was a drag. You know what? Then, but I, as much as I say it's a bummer, there's something zen-like about it when you get into that mode, right? Where you're just starting to patch stuff up and you're just starting to plug it in. You just you're just you're just in the zen mode, you know. And then, uh, particularly because you volunteered to come over and rewire it for oh, me, yeah. that was so okay. nice yeah. of you, Mike. I gave him a tip, though. I gave him a tip. I said, "Look, if you're going to put together your studio, the first thing you want to do is plug everything in. Don't worry about how it looks, right? Plug everything in to get it all up and running, because you want to make sure everything is working and running. And then that kind of gives you the juice to kind of like make things pretty, and then just start with a rack at a time, and then you just, you know." Make it all nice and, and pretty. So that's that's my little wiring tip, and that's from the days of building racks um, where you just like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to put all this stuff together? You just plug it in, and then you just slowly start making it look good one at a time. One more th- uh, let me just say one more quick thing before you, before you move on. Um, all of that was great, but the bigger change has nothing to do with gear or houses or anything else. The bigger change is that I am over waiting for a rainy day. And like literally tomorrow, I'm schlepping my kids off back home to Marin County to go see, uh, you know, my dad for Father's Day. And I am no longer like, well, you know, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Because that I have no idea anymore. No, 100 percent. There's no, you got to live for now. There's yeah. no tomorrow. Believe me, from what I went through last week with my brother-in-law and everything, it's just, you just, just take advantage. Every day is precious. Everyone is precious. Like everybody in your life is just, you just got to love them. You know, just got to love them. Bobby, you doing anything new or is it you just the same? You're just the cool Bobby it's always been. Well, last year, I always hate to say it, I feel a little guilty, but it it was a good year. That's not don't feel guilty, man. Good for you. Uh, my book sales, which you'd expect during a pandemic, they went up sixty percent. Wow! Wow! Uh, my course sales went up, not as much, but a lot, and it, it was good. Um, you know, gear wise, I think the only thing I did, I bought, uh, I bought a, a Rupert Neve channel. Um, hmm. uh, Sheffield Channel, and that's just for my podcast. It's just the signal chain, but it was kind of like having to geek out <laughs> a little bit with this. So that, and I, I must say, it's well worthwhile. It was really good, but that was kind of like the only geeky thing I did. Uh, you call it geeky. I call it that was the most amazing, sophisticated thing you did was buy gear. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Rupert Neve equals awesome. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, it really is. You did a great job on it. You know, you know, uh, I was uh, interviewing a, um, I forgot the name of the engineer. He's up based out of Washington. Um, I was interviewing him for API, and he has this great philosophy when it comes to gear, and it reminds me of like the Neves and the API stuff. He goes, when you buy gear and it has weight, 
that's a good thing. Yeah. He goes, look at all the vintage stuff. It all has weight. So if you're trying to decide between a piece of gear or, you know, you want, just just feel it. Feel the substance, you know. If, 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 it's, if it's like a Neve or if it's an API, it's going to have some weight. Because <laughs> of the transformers. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I agree. Oh, the, the other geeky thing was I, I bought uh, a Tesla Model 3. And I bring it up because everybody who owns a Tesla definitely becomes a pain in the ass if when they get to talking about it. So I'm going to talk about it once and never again. We're all ears. I, I think it was probably one of the, the best purchases I've ever made. That's that's amazing. Yeah. I, I, I that, that car, I've been in several of them, and it just always amazes me. It's like it's on my, my like, to-do, but... Five years ago, <laughs> yeah. the standard sound system is fabulous. Yeah, it's yeah, just everything about it is cool. I would, I would take advantage of all the auto driving, auto navigation, park me, get my coffee, walk the dog, all that stuff. I would totally take advantage. Yeah, of. I didn't get, I didn't quite go that far, but it comes with an autopilot that's basically uh, cruise control on steroids. Yeah, uh, but I have to say, I no longer fear traffic, LA traffic because it drives itself in traffic. It slows down with traffic, it stops in traffic, start, stops, it, it, it's always in the middle of the lane. It, you take your hands off it, it doesn't. <laughs> Wait, yeah. have you named your car? I haven't named it yet. No. Oh, come on, it needs a name though, Bobby. Yeah, yeah, I, no, I haven't come up with one that, that works. That's, because it's already driving you around and it's basically doing everything you want it to do. It, it, well, th there's a place for you to name it. <laughs> See? I mean, it, it is there. It's like, My what, what do you car. want to name your car? And I just haven't done it yet. That would already, already like... I would already qualify that as one of my successful relationships with my car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. right. So many bad ones, that would be like one of the good ones. Bobby, was it difficult to put in the charging system at home? Did you put it in your garage or something? Uh, I put it under my carport. Uh, no, it was quite easy to do. Burbank has a $500 rebate to do, mm. and, and the charger costs $500. But it's $700 install. No. And here's the whole thing. In order to get the rebate, you have to get all the permits from Burbank, which is $650. Right. So it was cheaper to go. do it non-permitted than to do it with the permit. Yeah. Um, we didn't hear that. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Well, that's great. Um, how about you, Rob? Any? Uh, any I'm driving a Chevy Volt. So, uh, <laughs> Well, there you so, go. That's yeah, well, so we've had to monitor Bob during, I mean, Rob during the pandemic. Well, the <laughs> yeah, only difference and is, bolts. and I do love the Teslas, but I will say, if you happen to run out of electric, it's nice to be able to run to a gas station and, you know, get the last little bit home on uh, the yeah, gas. from a Prius. It won't, it won't allow you to do that, though. What's that? It, the Tesla will not allow you to do that. It won't allow you to run out. No, because it, it tells you where all of the, the chargers are. Mm -hmm. And it will tell you, okay, go to this one, go right now, and there are three stations open. Mm -hmm. so it, it, it just no, it protects you as well as it can. Yeah. That's, it will literally slap you in the face if you pass one. <laughs> yeah, I've felt it a couple times. <laughs> I think they're very cool. I, I love driving them, love riding them. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I mean, I'm in the same guilty zone as Bobby. Uh, professionally, the pandemic period was great. I, I worked on some incredibly complex projects that I'm not sure I would have had the time to focus on properly. 
I had to put myself through the education I needed to be able to do them. I did a lot of education for most of last year. Uh, so it was a very rewarding time professionally. I mean, obviously, personally, it was a drag not to be able to travel or see anybody. I mean, you people are the first group of people I've been together with in a year and a half. You're doing uh, really well, Rob. So far? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, didn't forget how to do it. I didn't forget how to do it. I got a haircut <laughs> and everything. Um, but so for me, I mean, the only thing I did equipment-wise was uh, I needed like some big screens and I needed a, a big technical layout to be able to do the coding I was doing and the testing because I'm working on a lot of different platforms. So I have to, I'm developing things for every kind of tablet, every kind of phone, every kind of computer and browser. So I've put together this really sophisticated uh, multi-screen setup, which is actually pretty cool because I've been doing a lot of cross-platform work now. And if I make a code change, I can hit one button and every device updates. So all the Android phones update, all the iPhones update, all the iPads, all the Surfaces, all the web browsers on Mac and PC. Wow. So I can make a little color change or whatever. <laughs> hit send and it it's everywhere wow. and i can even deploy it to i have outside beta testers too i can have them get the same instant update even on iphones which you used to have to go through apple for everything wow so the setup is really 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 cool i mean sadly the studio has been used mostly for zoom calls for the last year and a half because i haven't <laughs> had people over recording uh, but no it was it was a, a good year for sort of learning a lot of new things i went crazy on uh video courses i probably did 30 of them mm -hmm. which one which ones and well on i did a lot on linkedin learning which used to be lynda.com and then i did even more on udemy uh and the courses i took were an average of 40 to 50 hours each and i probably wow. did 30 of them wow that was a huge time commitment <laughs> i watch them all at double speed yeah yeah <laughs> so that's, that's the only way to do it that's, that's what i do too yeah. these guys all talk and it's funny because every now and then i'll accidentally play one on regular speed and it's like are they stoned what's yeah, wrong yeah, right. it's like oh they don't always talk like this um, okay well you're gonna go to the following of our good friend steven smith that's how he used to watch a lot of the films <laughs> to get through them <laughs> that's true you're i mean to... i'm i only ever watch at double speed now but uh and then if i have to slow it down to see an example or something that's fine but it's just, it's been a really positive experience. And I feel bad for anybody who just used the whole pandemic to sit around waiting for it to end. Like that was, and we knew that at the beginning, that was just going to be a huge waste of time. And it, it was a huge waste of time for some people. But. Yeah. Can I talk about the one really bad thing that happened to me? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, in, the November, in, in November, all of my websites were hacked. Uh, no. And it, it's what they call a malicious redirect. So you try to go to my, my blog or podcast, and in fact, it would take you to the Google Play Store. Now, thank God it was that and not a porn site, so right. it was okay. Oh, so it cost me some real money to get some cybersecurity to fix it, and guess what? The next month it was back again. Uh, oh. So we had to do it again, and then a couple months later it happened again, and this time, no one could fix it. I was offline all of my sites for 10 days. Mm. Wow. And do you know how they did it? No one knows for sure. That's the, the thing. I mean, there's suppositions, but no one knows for sure. What a nightmare. So, so it turns out this is where cruising could, comes in handy. So I was on a cruise, and it was a long one. It's a transatlantic and I started to around with a bunch of people, and one of the, the guys happens to be from Encino. Oh. And he's an IT guy. And 
we got we would pal around afterwards i mean we go have lunch every now and then and everything so it's like i you know we've been friendly and finally i couldn't think of anything else to do it was beyond me it was beyond the cybersecurity team i had hired i called up i said ken you got to help me in 24 hours everything was back and it was fixed and it was better than ever wow who is this ken guy <laughs> he's like superhuman it, it, he and his team got on it, and it was better than ever. And I don't have to think about it anymore, which is the best. That's thing. amazing. Yeah. That is that how, is awesome. How did people hack it, and why? What's somebody's purpose of like redirecting your stuff to the Google Play Was store? it ransomware? No, no. It wasn't. Oh, it was just a hack. It's just a hack. Yeah. That's and it was so bad, I couldn't even get in the back end. I couldn't access anything. It was Mister Robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mister Robot. Wow. wow. I mean, my terrible. brain's going in 20 different directions, and I, I want to figure out. I know. What's going on? What that would have been. Well, while your brain is thinking about that, Ms. Bliss, how about you? New beginnings? Anything, you know, I know you got a new gig. Yeah, no, plenty of things have been happening. I feel like the pandemic was really tough in a lot of ways. Um, we lost a lot of really close, close family friends, um, and my aunt as well. Um, and it was really tough to just not have funerals and... It was so bizarre, and I feel like we're still grieving because we haven't been able to see each other and get together. But anyway, that was hard. And then, I mean, on the positive side, um, I used it for a lot of self-discovery, and I felt like with all these losses, life is so precious. And even though the world feels like it's stopped, how how am I supposed to make the best of this? So I did the things that I would probably never be able to do, like watercolor paint and all my creative capacities that... uh, that I just took advantage of with the time and spent quality time with people, my family specifically. And um, yeah, so I got a new job. It's been incredible. Um, I'm moving into branding, which is we focus on strategy and identity for different brands and um, how we can rebuild a brand or, you know, shake things up, create custom websites. Like, it's really exciting. I'm learning a whole new thing. And um, yeah, I moved into a new place into a magical community where I'm surrounded by music legends and audio mixers and engineers. Wow. It's wild. Wait, 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 what? This yeah. is where you're living or where you're yeah, working? Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, no, I moved into this it's beautiful, commune, right? <laughs> beautiful place, yeah. Um, it's like a Midwelsh area, and um, I just so happen all my neighbors are like musicians, and it's really cool. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we're going to have one of her neighbors on the podcast because he's pretty legit and i'm gonna tease that and we'll i'll tell you guys off air but yeah so it's it's divine intervention for sure yeah it's pretty cool and then when i met that neighbor i was like oh my gosh this guy guy's like he's my hero anyway wow that's yeah and as for gear i mean i got a cool sound bar (laughs) i'm gonna buy an oled tv just uh completely getting my own place like situated and my style and it's really exciting so it seems like everything changed a hundred percent for you that's great yeah dating just everything wow yeah cool so it's a it's a whole new world man this post-pandemic it's a new me (laughs) i've been reborn Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Like after everything that's happened, you know, in this little dark tunnel that we call the, you know, the pandemic, how there's just these little rays of sunshines that are just, that are just coming out that are just opening up and it's the new beginnings. So that's great. It's great about your studio. It's great about your place. It's 
Rob, you guys were your great vault. just doing it. <laughs> you're, you're vaulting. Bobby and I are Tesla. both feeling guilty. <laughs> Come on. Uh, you know, but that's actually a real thing. I've, I read about it. There's people out there that actually do do carry a sense of guilt because they've actually done really well during the pandemic. But then so, there's also people who haven't done anything and they feel like guilty because they wasted the time. Yeah. Like yeah, both ends of the spectrum. I have people like that in my life, and I warn them like, "This is a huge opportunity. Don't just let this go by." And a lot of them did, and it's it's a shame. Can't get it back. That's the problem. No, you're not going to get it back. Not that, not that way. That's for sure. Yeah. It's like well, and you're, there's never going to be a time when you can just go underground and focus on yourself as much as you could for the last year. You know, and you know the thing about the pandemic, and and I will. I will be sensitive to people. You know, you don't have to like create a big something. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be that way. Some people were feeling a ton of pressure to because of exactly what you're talking about. Because they had all this time to try to make themselves better, and they felt that they should be writing more of this, this, and it ends up paralyzing them. But <clears throat> you should take advantage to do small things. Just make little things, little micro things, you know. But I, I do know. I know people though that just suffer from depression, though. We've talked yeah. about that on this, and I, and I have to. I'm sensitive to that because you know it was not easy to find a reason to not be depressed. So. You know, you never know what's going on with people. I just thought about this. You know, uh, the other thing that I did is I wrote another book. I wrote uh, <laughs> the, the Music Mixing Handbook, which is a series of exercises to help you become a better mixer. And I, it's funny because I wrote it conceptually first. And I thought, yeah, yeah I, you know, I, I don't have to sit in front of a console or Pro Tools. I, I can just do this. And then I finished it and I thought... I better try this first. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I was so far off, I couldn't believe. Really? I had, yeah. Yes, I had to redo everything. But it <laughs> it was much for the better. I've come up with some methods on things that I've never seen anywhere else. Methods for setting a compressor. Methods for uh, setting up a mix. Setting up the mix, uh, mix balance that works every time. You set the kick to this level. You kick you know, snare here bass here and it gets you in the ballpark it's it doesn't matter what kind of music so and, and this was kind of based on on the old um tom dowd thing tom the the people i've talked to the work with tom dowd the famous producer engineer he could do a mix without listening <laughs> and he would just do it to the meter levels mm -hmm. and i found out what those meter levels were and i kind of went off from there wow um I could do a mix without listening. It might not be good. <laughs> <laughs> it's technically a mix, though. <laughs> no, that's pretty Bobby, awesome. has this book been released already? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's out. The Music Mixer's Handbook? Yeah. I will be going to Amazon, Amazon directly after. Yeah. It's a, the, the Music Mixing work Workbook. Music Mixing Workbook. That wow. sounds great. Yeah. It sounds amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, speaking of new beginnings. Well, uh, was there any, did you have anything to add for your uh, your world on that topic? Uh, well, I just I bought some furniture, set up my five one studio. I, I was okay. the first one so to went, went on this whole thing. Oh, what and then last night was the first night I actually met my coworkers in person for the first time, and I'd been working oh. with them for like, you know, seven eight months. Wow! On Did you Zoom. get drunk together? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. Yeah. So I was really hungover today. <laughs> I knew it. It was a blast. They're the best. Awesome. I still can't get over it. Like a classic COVID story. It's just bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like, how tall are you? Oh, you're so much smaller or taller than I thought you were. Like, it's just like yeah. odd to yeah. see someone in person. <laughs> you're small. You're so much bigger than that little window that I <laughs> yeah. saw you on. You think everybody's two inches tall. Yeah. Everyone's like, do you have legs? Like, I don't know. Like, we don't know what's going on. Uh, uh, well, you know, speaking of new beginnings, um, so prior to the us going on the air, I actually, uh, so I, I told you guys that um, my brother-in-law passed away, and he was really into music. And one of the things that I did for him is um, before he, he left us, I would always play music, and when I would take him to his um, appointments with my sister, and um, even when he couldn't really talk anymore, he would always bop his shoulder and stuff, mm-hmm. and so I could tell if he liked a track or not. It was really, it was really special. Um, so while this was happening, I, I needed a little escape, and so I, I upgraded my phone um, through Apple, and they ended up giving me a $525 gift card back because I turned to my phone. And so I had this $525 gift card, and I was thinking, well, what am I going to do with this? It's not enough to buy... You can um, only use it in yeah, Apple stuff. Exactly. So, yeah, right. It's not enough to buy a new computer. I'm not really... The ones that are close are like the low-end M1s, and I'm not even going to even look at those until the next version comes mm-hmm. out. So I, I was at the Apple store, and I told my guy, hey, can I try out the, um, the AirPod Maxes? And he goes, yeah. So I put the AirPod Max on, and... I was blown away. It was, it was, they sounded so good. They sounded, there was this clarity and there was this tightness and you could hear, like, you could hear sub basses in the, like, the 40, you know, hertz range, like the super low stuff that you hear. You could feel it. It wasn't flabby. It was tight. The highs were not, they weren't killing you. It just sounded really good. So that's what I did. I walked out with a pair of those and, um, on the night that that he passed, um, I listened to music for about four hours. That was just, I couldn't sleep, and so I put on the the headphones and I just lost myself in music. And it was really um, like just the most amazing, magical time I've ever listened to music. Because not only because of the emotions of what our family had been going through, but also because of you know hearing it on such high quality <clears throat> headphones and then just really like listening into the mix like when you can enjoy music and you can listen into it and you can hear the reverb tales and you can hear like parts of music that I've never heard before you know that you know that just pop out like you know on Thank You Next um, from Ariana Grande there's this little scat track that's way in the heck back there that you can kind of hear but man when you have good headphones on you hear that whole thing and it's it's just amazing just I was playing all types of stuff I was playing pop and I was playing classical and I was playing a lot of classic rock because my my, uh, my brother-in-law liked a lot of classic rock and it was just so great to listen to music and I was so excited and I was just I was just it it, it just I don't know I, I don't know if you guys can relate to anything like that but music was so important right then and there and it was really this healing thing anyway to make a long story short um, I had these headphones on and uh Part of the whole thing with the headphones is they have this spatial audio that's built into it. So I tried out the spatial audio on the movies, which is amazing. It pins the mix to the picture. So if you turn your head, 
you the mix stays still and you you can go around so he's if he's talking in front of you and you turn to the left he's going to be over to you know your left you turn right it's it's like it just stays there you're virtually in a theater which is amazing and then i listen to music and I just want to tell you, this whole spatial audio thing for headphones, because it's supposed to be the savior, the whole, you know, headphones is going to be the whole thing that's going to, that's why everybody's doing all this stuff. I don't buy it. It's just a, like I turned it on for music and it just detached me from my music. It put a space in between my ears that's, well, I got enough space in between there, but. Party har har. <laughs> but no, it just put this, like, it just detached me. Like, I much preferred on good headphones listening to a good stereo mix because it's 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 just right there and so I brought the the headphones and I let everybody listen to it I wanted because I want to talk about this because then we're gonna after I get your impressions of of the whole um, special audio there's some other things I want to talk about um, but first of all let me just start with you know Bobby what do you think of the the special audio demo on on the oh, well I have to say that. I've heard uh, the real thing in three great places, especially Capital Studio C. And immersive audio is fantastic, uh, you know, when you have uh, a real 7.1.4 system. So uh, spatial audio and headphones does not approach that. But let me tell you the reason why Apple did this that nobody has talked about yet. I'd, I'd love to hear it. There's an underlying reason, and it's business. It's a new master. The masters they have, a lot of them, are reverting back to the artist. This is a new master for them, It's a new, for, for the labels. So, as a result, they get another full term of copyright on it. Mm. And that's why... The whole thing with Apple is, well, guess what? This is going to replace the stereo mixes because we, you can get stereo out of, it, out of it if you want, supposedly. But they don't care about that. What they care about is, guess what? We're still making royalties on it. You know, that's so interesting because you're right. Nobody's talking about that. But here's the thing. When you play it on your – when you play the, the spatial audio playlist on your iPad – if you have spatial audio, it'll play the spatial audio version. But if you don't have it, if you turn it off, it reverts back to the old version. It doesn't give you a mix down so of, far. The, of the new version. So far. Oh, I hope they don't do that. Oh, my gosh. That is... The, the pushback has been severe so far from the, the most of the audio community, uh, especially mixers who say, I, wasn't in, I, I mixed the original. I wasn't involved in... Yes, hundred percent. I, I can see why. I, I, I now I, I can tell you that both Sony and Universal. Universal has, I don't know, a dozen studios around the world. They have two at Capitol. They have uh, in Nashville. They got four. Uh, they get Abbey Road. They get two there. They get some in Tokyo, and they've been going twenty four seven for a year and a half. Even before the pandemic, they, yeah, they, and twenty four seven, they've been mixing stuff, so they've been getting ready for this. I I will say, and I agree with you. When you hear the real thing, um, it's amazing. Yeah. We were privileged, right, Bliss? When we when we were shooting in Nashville, um, we heard uh, Blackbirds. Their, and Blackbirds, yeah, their, right. their one, they, and they we also heard. Um, 
the House of Blues Studios yeah. across the. Well, across it's Universal. The, now. Yeah, Universal Studios. Yeah. I mean, what did you think of uh, Blackbird Studios when we heard that? What did you What did you think of the whole experience, Bliss? Uh, I mean, it was the most incredible thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And I feel like I could never hear music again the same, but now I have gone back to just hearing regular music. But I, it was unforgettable. It was the most beautiful thing. You've heard things that you've never heard in your life before from this music's everywhere around you. And just, it's incredible. But you know, the, the one problem with it, and it's the same thing we had in 5.1 uh, back in the day. You can't describe it to anybody you can't market it. You have to hear it. Yeah. And unless you hear it, you don't understand. Yeah. So it, it's impossible to market. Um, unless you hear it in the right way. Like, what do you right think way. of the headphone version of the immersive audio? I mean, it's the closest thing I can get. Um, I thought it was really cool, and it sounded incredibly crisp and clear, and, like, I, I want one of those. Well, that's the headphones, but the actual the, the mix. Oh, well, I mean, you mean in the Nashville? No, no, the surround, the Nashville surround. Oh, well, I mean, I I don't know. I just, I enjoyed those headphones. I just listened to Freebird. That's one of the tracks I just yeah. listened to. And you, you listen to it in immersive, and it's one thing. It's, oh, yeah, that's good. And you put it up in stereo, and, whoa, it's really yeah. punchy, and it's in your face, and it's, whoa, exactly. what is that? Yeah, the immersive stuff is very unfocused on yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like it at all. I didn't either. I listened to... Uh, Sergeant Pepper, uh, an a album that I know better than, you know, the name of my children, practically. <laughs> and I, I, I was looking around when I turned on the immersive. I loved the, the positional stuff when listening to a movie. I thought that, yeah, was, that, really, that was really cool. The movie stuff is amazing. That was awesome. But I put on, I put on Pepper, and it was, in, it was in immersive first, and I was like, that doesn't sound right. And then I hit the button, and it went back to the stereo mix. And it's like, oh yes, there it is. Now we hear, yeah. you know, Ringo's snare. And now we hear everything the way that it's supposed to. And the mono was better. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 it it just sounded reverby, and all of the transients and all of the punch was just gone. It yeah. just as just as Rob said, it just there. I I, I can't. I I didn't understand what it was that they were trying where it was that they were trying to go with it right i didn't get it and, and i think i think more than anything i think that has to do with the technology of of how it's being fired out the headphones because immersive i'm i'm like you like immersive mixing itself is not a bad thing it's an amazing mm -hmm. thing i mean when we heard at blackbird it was emotional, right? Was like it was like it was like a heavenly. Experience. What did they play for you? Just have curious. Was it Rocket Man? That's the first thing. Yes. Yeah, that, of course. That's yeah. Yes. But it's Rocket Man on steroids and yeah. so emotional. It's like it's really. Um, I can't. T now, I can't stress that enough. Greg Penny's a, a friend of mine who who mixed that, and he played it for me in the studio before you know anybody had heard it, and it was like. Jaw dropping on the floor. So I go to Capitol, and what's the first thing they play? But Rocket Man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Uh, and it just seems to be that that's what everybody hears first. That's the Bohemian Rhapsody five one. Yeah. That's the yeah. the equivalent yeah. immersive. In, in immersive. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if you go to the PMC, uh, like we at the Nam show, we went to the PMC. Oh booth. yeah, they refused to play Rocket Man anymore. They refused to play Rocket Man. <laughs> but it really is amazing. Yeah. It's like if you can hear it in a real system it's it's emotional but it, it does something mentally too where it like just lifts you up and i don't know you feel like free yeah. and like in this soothing beautiful yeah. place where yeah. you can be at peace and it's 
like crazy. It's kind of like you're floating. Um, How many channels is that? I know I didn't take means? anything before I went in there. <laughs> Some, it's 7.1.4. Uh, 12. Mm-hmm, 12. Yeah. It was, Although the, the Atmos system can obviously be a lot more. I think it's up to 120 channels. At the, or 124 they can go right, to. Right, but there's actually 12 discrete in the mix. 12, 12 discrete, yeah. But, you know, that brings up another thing we were talking about before, is the fact that uh, it is not easy or inexpensive to set up an immersive studio. Mm-hmm. I looked into this, and I started to talk to people, and everybody said, oh, you can't do it. And it's not so much the speakers. The speakers are a pain, and mounting them in the right places, that's a pain. You can get around that. Uh, it's the fact that you need heavy-duty computer power, and you need two computers because you need one just for rendering. Plus, you you need an interface that can handle this, which it seems like the Avid Matrix is the one that everybody's buying, which is four grand. And then you know you need this, you need this, and and it goes on and on. Jeez. So it becomes you know a fairly expensive uh, venture. But what that's actually good for is the fact that. There, this is a chance for studios, commercial studios, to shine, because people are not going to put this in their house mm-hmm. in the right. meantime, and there are already people that are going to places to do this. I heard the other day about a couple of film mixers that were going to Westlake, over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Westlake the studio, Westlake the the, the store. Dear, gear manufacturer, because they put a room in, they use it during the day, and then at night they rent it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it used to be their warehouse, and they turned it into yeah. a I mean, nice room. <clears throat> that's you know, if you can do it, that's yeah. that's a great that's a great business to get into. Actually, some of the most amazing studios that are coming out right now, because I'm you know I read all the trade magazines, mm-hmm. and, and I have a couple friends that um, that I talk to. They're doing some amazing things with some of the surround rooms that are coming out. Yeah. You know, it's just they're, they're gorgeous looking. Um, and like Studio Bahala of, up in New York. Oh, yeah, right. That place looks amazing. It's in this old church, and they have this surround structure that yeah. they built in. Oh, it's, it's, there's some great stuff coming, but man, you're right. It is not cheap to get into. It, oh. is, it is not inexpensive. And here's the thing. Is it going to be worthwhile? I, like, that's the, that's, I look at this whole immersive audio as as the 3D TV of the audio world. Because 3D TV was a lot of investments. Everybody thought they were going to do 3D mastering, doing all this stuff, and it came and it went because it requires so much of a person. Well, having lived through the, the 5.1 audio thing in, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah, and Q sound. Let's go even farther back. Uh, I did 120 DVDs that I mixed and I have to say, it was it, it was the savior for everybody until it wasn't. All of a sudden, one day, I'm getting a third of what I was making before for twice as much work. Mm-hmm. And it only got worse from there. And it was like, well, we're not selling any of this stuff, so why should we pay you know a lot of money for it? That may happen again. I think... I think you're not going to get your investment out of it in the long run, but I think in the short run, if you're the first one on the block, yeah. you're going to make a ton of money. Yeah. But so, they've got to get the immersive music, they've got to get at the same wow factor that the movie mixes have. Because yeah. the movie mixes are spectacular, and the immersive audio music's a total dud. Yeah, the so, delivery, I don't understand why, it's, why it can't do that. Why I can't, mean, part of it is, it's definitely 
quieter, like the mixes are softer. Oh, yeah. So you, yeah. if you would A, B them on a system where you could boost up the immersive, maybe it's not as different, but... But I saw the spec uh, the other day for what Universal demands of their mixers. And you'd be surprised because they, they're actually comparing it to the stereo quite heavily. Seriously? Yes, they are. Uh, as far as level is concerned, they want you to be as true to the original mix as possible. Because on the headphones, they were like night no, and day. You're yeah. right, you're right. And I think it's a, it's, well, again, what happens is Atmos renders it out. Yeah. And it renders it out really well for discrete, but not so much for in the headphones. The, again, in headphones, you know, you're trying to simulate. No, I, I understand. But even if they just brought up the, the atmospheric mix by like 6 dB or whatever it is, like it's way softer yeah. than the stereo. At least then. It's not mastered either. Mm. Oh, good point. But here's yeah. the thing, too, that that they just, you don't. They call it spatial audio, but you don't get the same space that you get in the movie mixes. You don't get Not that. At all. And and it, you would you would think they just use the same technology, pin the mix to a point in space, yeah. and then let you do it. Let let the magic happen. But they don't. It's this pseudo, you know, spatial gray mix. Well, you that, know, there's actually some other things involved in this limitations, I should say. Uh, now, according to Universal, to their spec, there's only so many plugins that you can use that are approved. So there's the Fab Filter stuff and there's the UAD stuff and nothing else. And then when that you sucks. talk to people that have mixed, and I haven't done it, so I, I'm just repeating what I hear. Everybody says, you know what? I don't need as much EQ and I don't need as much compression because I can hear everything in, in the way it's placed, but you're missing the sound of that. Yeah. Right. Well, especially True. compressors. Like a yeah. compressor will 100% change the sound of your music. Yeah. Like there's this, it'll change the sound of your freaking drums, you know? It'll, and if you're limited to three or four compressors that you're, you're supposed to use. Yeah. That's you know that's just lame. So so I, I I need one little bit of clarity here because I'm confused on one technical point. Maybe our listeners are too. Are you saying that the spatial audio mix that Apple is using that's that was something that was run through Dolby Atmos? Is that the idea, or is it some other? That distinct? is Dolby Atmos. It's, it is Dolby it, Atmos. Yes, okay. it's Dolby Atmos, and I actually say Dolby Atmos on it. But I see. but it but it the the thing that I can't wrap my hand wrap my head around is it plays so different than a Dolby Atmos movie. And that, to me, is just like, well, this is way harder, so this should sound at least as good as the movie. Now, what I heard recently was that Universal hired Chris Jenkins, in, who was uh, you know, a, a, an Oscar-winning uh, film mixer. They hired him in to do uh, music mixes. Maybe that'll change things. Hmm. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, it just sucks the energy out of it, and yeah. and it's just like in my awesome night of listening to music, I I tried it and it was like a big giant nope, and then I went back to stereo and I, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. And then later on, I'm like, well, you know what? Maybe I was in the wrong headspace, and I tried it again, and I was like, nope, yep. and I I, yep. I went back. Now, having said that, uh, I'm going to give you a short review on the AirPod Maxes. They're amazing. Okay, they're. Hella expensive, five hundred and fifty dollars, but they're not to compete against 
$350 headphones. Yes, they sound better than the Sony's no matter what you hear. I have both. I have both here right now. And everybody compares them. And the Sony, no, no. The Air Maxes sound much better than the Sony's. The noise cancellation is better, too. Noise cancellation is phenomenal. I could, like, cancel everybody. You know what, though? I will say, and I'm sure I'll be the lone naysayer here, I can't stand that noise reduction. I know. It feels like people have stuck their thumbs in my ears, and I feel like my head is imploding. But here's the thing. Noise, Noise cancellation works the best when you have music with it. You don't have, like, mm-hmm. if you turn on the noise cancellation and you just just let it hang there, It's it, it'll suck your brain out, Yeah, man. it sucks your brain out. <laughs> it's very weird. But yeah, it's, it works for me in a plane. No, that's true, but I'm just saying some people who are sensitive to it, if you if you play your music through it, it that that whole suckiness goes away. No, I have a review on, it on an M1 laptop. You said, you, you know, you, you were hesitant. It's the finest computer I've ever had. Not even close to. I you know what I'm not anti M1 I'm just I just I'm waiting for the next version. Yeah, yeah I'm just waiting for the next one. I'm I got to tell there's you, there's not enough ports for me, and that's my problem. Uh, you know, you just get a. But there's the, you can't actually there's a limitation to the amount of voltage that you can pull off that mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm using all four ports on my on yeah my yeah I haven't run into any problems and I have to say well, that's good to know this thing has never so much as the have a fan come on ever and what was driving me about my old one driving me crazy about the old one is the fan was always on it was so loud it made me made me nuts this the fan has never come on once and I'm a power user I got lots of things going on at the same time never choked never slowed down super fast uh, the best computer I've ever had so yeah cool. I've only heard that I'm yeah. dying to get the new one but I'm just I'm waiting because also a lot of the tools I was using they're just now working on oh right right M1. right to report to them alright I'm going to take these back and I'm going to you know go get the M1. yeah <laughs> no I, I will say though that that they're definitely the, the AirPod Maxes are are just next level if you're really into music and you want to hear into your music and you want something that's I, I wouldn't call them a monitor because they're not they're totally colored you, they have a, a really smooth curve you know they have a nice uplift on the bass and the high end doesn't get harsh you can hear it but it's not that harsh the harshness that sometimes headphones can go um it's they're great headphones and i recommend it and if you hear the reviews where people are like you know it's too much blah 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 blah. look everybody knows you're going to pay a premium for apple stuff anyhow but to their credit they tend to do things their way and they they tend to give you a little extra and the fact that they have the built-in decoder and the fact that they um sound as amazing as they do it's 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 a if you're really into headphones and if you if you're competing against the thousand dollar fifteen hundred dollar headphones these are definitely worth listening to do they work as just like telephone yep headphones? you work as telephone headphones and they you can also you can also wire them into a normal mixer you get a lightning to um to 3.5 millimeter um uh cable that cable is so ridiculously expensive though okay six feet long um, let's play uh prices right oh, 79 dollars <laughs> uh it's actually wait it's six i think it's six feet no it's it's like four, five it's, meters. It's four feet. It's not very long at all. And on one end is a lightning. On the other end is a headphone, a little mini headphone three-point. How much do you think they're charging? $79. What do you think? Uh, Apple. It's Apple. $59. I was actually going to go 50 like 49 
How about you? $500. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, I I shouldn't have hyped it up because it's $35. Okay, it's still still too much. But $30. Well, we were all guessing like 10 times what it should be. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's it's still too much. And it's it's not very thick. It's lightning on one end? Uh, Yeah. You'd think it'd be USB-C since they're they're going to You would think, but it actually makes sense because it pairs so well with the phone. And the phone is still lightning. But so does that mean it has a D to A in in the cable? It has a D to A or in the headphones themselves. And the no, not headphones. if it's three and a half millimeter. It's analog. No, but it does the it's firing analog down the, the on some pin on the firewall. But it's the, audio going into the headphones, not out of the headphones. Right. Right. So if you're plugging the headphones into an analog, yeah. So, so it comes analog. So it goes through the cable, and it's still it, analog until it, it hits the headphones and at whatever the headphone port. Has an A to D? And then the headphone will. Oh, that's right. It's the other direction. A yeah, to D. have the A to D. But yeah, so whatever it is, it's not going to be a great A to D. Yeah, it's and and uh, it's it sounds pretty good. It, I will say. You know, again, Tom Holman, who who was my surround sound mentor, has been the uh, director of of audio at let's, Apple. Let's bring him on. Uh, and I have to say, he's been as tight lipped as anybody at Apple ever is. You know, you, right. you can't get shit out of him because he, he would call me and he'd ask questions that would kind of be leading questions but I'd never get never just <laughs> nothing would come out of it uh, but now he just retired so hopefully he's a little more forthcoming because you know he's had a work on this. yeah and I would I'd love to just talk to him about like no new secrets let's just talk about this what's happening yeah. here because there's there's definitely here's the thing when you put the headphones on you can turn on and off your surround right both of them are fake. Like when you turn off the surround, it has microphones in there and you're actually hearing the mic'd version of the world. It's not like it's just a pass-through. You're actually, it actually is picking up and translating that into your headphones. So some people say they actually hear better with their AirPods on with the surround. Well, because it's a very really. hyped mic. Like it's yeah. not very natural sound. Exactly. So it's, really? it, yeah. So it's not, it's not, it just doesn't like turn it off. It actually switches modes. So you're hmm. never actually, you're hearing either, you know, noise reduction or you're hearing the, the hyped world. And it's I, a big, I can tell. big uh, hearing aid. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly, exactly. That's some people are saying that. Some Costs as much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Almost. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, and I just, you know, I, I read a lot of stuff and, and you get people that are, I, my biggest pet peeve is when people go on a board, go on, you know, and post a comment that's like complaining about the price because it's like, look, you don't have to buy it. No one's putting a, a gun to your head. It's like, you know, it, not everything has to be disposable. Not everything has to be, um, you know, free. And and I see that all the time. And I, one of the biggest offenders, I saw it and I almost, I was going to say something. I was going to post something on it. And I just decided not to, because I was going to just go all out on it was Bobby. Somebody on your, on your, one of your oh, no. posts said something about, you know, about, you know, oh, you were giving away something for free, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I don't even look at this Yeah, <laughs> so he's giving away something for free, and then this, you know, genius on the other end was like, oh, and I bet he's going to probably try to sell us something now. And I'm like, 
You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course he's going to. What do you think? It's, you know, it's no one who's like, and then somebody else is like, yeah, you know, why Why do they do that? I hate when they do that. They should just be, why don't you put that blah, 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 you know, the course up online or whatever. And I'm just like, that, I just, I just. As Taylor Swift said, the haters are going to hate him. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I miss you, Bless. That was so awesome. <laughs> it would make me crazy if I read all the comments, because so many are uh, negative, and you, and it, it's obviously people that don't really know what they're talking about, or or just haven't been in the business too long. So I just have decided, uh, I'm I'm not going to aggravate myself. No, I, I think that's a probably a, a wise <laughs> mental decision there. Social yeah. media gave everyone a microphone. It's really unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. In a lot of cases. Just so you know, I'm going to read them for you because uh, I, I went into like full on family protect mode. Yeah, <laughs> Michael sends you all the nastiest uh, ones. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, right. No, up. I'll take care of them. I'm like, don't you worry about it. <laughs> hey, why hasn't that guy been posted in a while? Oh, one, I, I did want to say one thing about the headphones because we've gone on about it and we haven't talked about this. The uh, industrial design of these phones are gorgeous, oh, yeah. it's yeah, really yeah, beautiful. a beautiful physical yeah. design. I, I would, totally agree. You would think Johnny Ivey had something to do with those, huh? You would think. Probably before he left. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and the cool thing is is you can replace the... Uh, that is hip. I, although I wonder how much those are. $70 for a set. It's, it's Is it expensive. magnetic? How did you... Yeah, it's magnetic. My, for listeners, might just lift it up the, um, the ear cup. The ear cup. And it just popped right off. Yep. Have you... They felt... Maybe I just have a big head. It felt really tight. Have you worn them for a long time to see how they feel? I wore them for four hours. And it was okay? It was fine for me. And I've got a big head. I was going to say, your head's wider than mine, I think. I've, I've, got, a, I've got a lot. There's you a lot a, up there. You've got a melon there, baby. There's a lot up there. Let me just tell you. And they were cool? They were cool. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. As a matter of fact, I, I will sometimes... Uh, just connect it to my TV because I like to listen to my TV through it, you know, because it's, and I don't have to. It's not like I'm going to bug anybody, but I just like the sound sometimes. And it, the Bluetooth picks up so much better than the Sony. Like the Sony, if I go, you know, out of my studio and down like mm. to the kitchen and stuff, it's gone. Here I can go down to the kitchen, to the neighbor's kitchen, to the neighbor's neighbor's kitchen. Okay, maybe not that far. But the go. neighbor's neighbor's like, who are you and why are you in my kitchen? <laughs> right. He drives to Los Angeles and he's still asleep. That's right. <laughs> still connected. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, so I just wanted to, I wanted to get your guys' opinion on this because they're they're selling it hard, man. You just see, you go on uh, iTunes and, and you see all this spatial audio stuff. And I, I, I mean, I'm not a hater in the fact that, like, if they want to do it, good for them. But I just don't. I, I don't I don't see it. It just I, didn't I sound don't. very good. Well, maybe yeah. they're just counting on people not a being it. Like, yeah. if you're not a being and you don't know the source material that well, I mean, it sounds fine. You have to make it louder, but it's not like well, it's terrible. And I will say, some of the masters, like if you go onto the special audio playlist and you listen to the Grover Washington Jr. Um, just the two of us, if you listen to the to the non um, special audio, the normal one. It has the regular start. If you listen to the spatial audio one, it chops into it. Like, oh. I would say almost like a bar into the song. Wow, that's really? great. Yeah, it's, it, I'll play it when we're done. I'll, I'll, I'll play Why? it for you guys. It's, it's so bizarre. That can't be on purpose. I have to say, I did like the Billie Eilish one, uh, Bad Guy. Yeah. That, that, was, that was pretty decent. I mean, they're not horrible, and it's just, but 
But, yeah. the, but why aren't they as cool as the movie ones? That's that's, yeah, yeah, right. that's the thing that that drives me nuts. It's like why can't I want that mix? I want because yeah. that mix is the Rocket Man mix. That mm. mix is the mix that we heard at, at, at Bluebird. That that black, Blackbird. Sorry. Well, that, I'm, go, I'm going to be taking the Avid course pretty soon with the Avid and Dolby, the immersive sound course. So hopefully I'll learn more about this to see. I'll be curious, be and we'll pick your happen. ear. Yeah. And then. Uh, and then why don't you post about it, and that way people can, you know, for free. Kinds of oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, listen, we're going to wrap it up, man. How awesome is this? It's been so great yeah. just to see everybody and talk about, you know, gear and just mainly just fellowship. And to yeah. be honest, we started a little late, and I was okay because it was just so great seeing, like, Rob plugging in cables and just, you know, seeing everybody fellowship and stuff. It's just... I was actually thinking that for this first podcast back, we should maybe each set up a laptop and still do a Zoom call, but just do it for <laughs> Fantastically <laughs> awful yeah, idea. You know, just to like that. work our way in yeah. slowly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, this probably, I mean, it's not like we're recording on the world's greatest system or anything, but it's going to sound a, a heck of a lot better. Oh, it's going to sound yeah. so, I can, It sounds a, better in my headphones. Yeah, way better. And, you know, oh, so. I'll be honest, that was awake the whole time, too, right? <laughs> I mean, come on, Zoom fatigue. That's a real thing, yeah, man. That's a real thing. You're sitting there, and you're on a Zoom call, and you're like, I just want to sleep. And the bad thing is, is like, you know your bed's just right over there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I just want to sleep, and I can, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. I've I, been trying to think of a name. There's a, a new phenomenon phenomenon that didn't exist to most of us a year and a half ago that time when the conversation has ended to when you can find the leave meeting button on your screen like there is no more awkward you know five to ten seconds you're sitting there with your looking down trying not to goodbye yeah yeah and then the frozen face that you get of everyone and on all of our family gatherings like every holiday where you hear all the old relatives talking and talking and talking, complaining that they can't find out how to turn on the sound, and then they find the mute button when it's time to actually talk. Uh, uh, that happens consistently. Oh, yeah. That okay. happens. Yes. That happens. It's going to be so nice not to be dealing with that stuff. I mean, it's an amazing technology, and it was certainly the right thing at the right time, but... No, it's so great. Let me I, tell you. I easily have three hours of Zoom meetings a day, and I hate it. I bet. I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, same. The worst thing about Zoom meetings is when you host the Zoom meeting, right? And then the meeting's over, and you just want to tell everybody just to hang up. <laughs> and, they're all, and they're all talking, and you're like, <laughs> you know, especially when they're not talking to you. So if they're talking to each other, and you just want to you just, yeah, wanna you just end you it. You give the host to someone else, and you say bye. <laughs> You just pass it off. Yeah, but if you're the only paid one. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. Mm. Well, uh, hopefully we'll be dealing with these issues much less. But, like, do you know when is your work, Nick, going back to uh, all in person? Uh, can't. No, I don't. Well, I'm not getting office space in New York again. You know, I had an office in New York for 10 years that luckily the building was undergoing renovations right at the beginning of the pandemic. And we, we and everybody else got booted out of it. Mm. Wow. But, like, we don't need that office anymore. And no. that was Times Square office space with a view. Like, that was not cheap. Yeah. And it seemed like it made sense when we got it in 2012. But each year, it just mattered less and less and less. And now it was a total pain to have to clear it out during the pandemic. But it's a wonderful burden not, to, you know, gone not to have to deal with that now. Rob, how are we going to visit you in New York now? Well, I'm still going to go to New York. I'm going to be just... I mean, it's not like we visited him before, though. Well, he visited me once. Oh, yeah. they did. There is no Totally, it was awesome. He actually had. Yeah, he did have a really cool. office. I had a really cool office, but there's that. just no need anymore. Yeah. But we well, we only went once. 
But I was planning on going back. Yeah, for what that cost, <laughs> one visit in uh, nine years is not worth it. Hey, by the way, bless. That's a great idea about handing off the uh, the host during the family Zoom because my sister has a paid account. So I'm just gonna go. Here you go. Hi. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, hey, listen, we're gonna wrap this up. This has been great. And um, before we go, does anybody anybody working on anything cool that they wanna they wanna talk about? Uh, yes, I'm doing a refresh of 101 Mixing Tricks course. Um, it needs it because it's 2014 is when it first came out, so I'm going to update it, and uh, that'll be next month. That's great. Now in stereo. How about how about you? <laughs> now in spatialized audio. That's right. Now in um, 5.1.2.7.1. How about you, Nick? Um, well, I was lucky enough to find this ancient. Russian synthesizer, like literally a Soviet synthesizer called the Polyvox on Craigslist, which I traded somebody in an old AKG 414 for, which is a fine instrument, but this is great. And I, you know, it was barely working and I took the entire thing apart and cleaned it and got it all up. And it is the most badass sounding, aggressive, <laughs> nasty Soviet synth you've ever heard in your life. But how do you know which parameter you're tweaking? Because I can read Cyrillic, actually. You can't read Yeah. Oh my gosh. In fact, I was going to do a YouTube video in which I go and and do all this this stuff. My grandparents, you know, I'm I'm Russian, so oh, I actually okay. grew up knowing that stuff. So, wow. wow, it's hard, you know. Yeah. It's it's backward, you know. It's backwards. You have to remember that B means V and. You know a lot of that stuff, but yeah, I, I can I can go through and wow. figure it all out. That's you know what I was going to yeah. do all these jokes about the synth spying on you and stuff, but you just totally took no. all, all the air out of that. Sorry about that. Yeah, oscillator one is generator adin, and generator two is oscillator oh, two. That is amazing. Like that. It's, it's you are cool. literally the only human on earth during the pandemic who had this experience. Yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was no question. <laughs> One out of however many billion Seven people. Billion people. And yeah. if anyone's listening yeah. and they can prove us wrong, they get a prize. <laughs> it's a cool sounding synth, I gotta say. I, I never even heard of it. Yeah. I, I want to see it. I can't wait to see it. It's yeah, sitting gonna, in my studio. Come on over. I'm going to come visit. Wait, when you come wire for me. <laughs> Actually, when you come and help me get the lights set up Actually, so that we can start doing YouTube videos. When I come how, how big is it? Huh? How big is it? 500 square feet. So it's 22 by 22. No, the same. No, no, the same. Um, 500, uh, 500 square feet. Yeah, 500 square feet. feet. It's a really well, big one. Well, they build everything big over there. It's, uh, it's about, it's pretty deep. It's maybe three and a half feet wide and maybe two. With the keyboard? Yeah, yeah. Like a okay. Matrix 12-ish. Um, little sm No, about the size of a Matrix 12. Yeah, maybe just a little smaller. And it uh, comes built with a... In a, in a sort of a suitcase. So there's a top of it that's a hard shell case huh. that you can take off. But, of course, these flimsy Russian Soviet latches are so cheap mm. that if you actually put the case on and then held it by the handle, there would be a good chance that it would just snap and break and your synthesizer <laughs> would land on the floor and sadness would happen. So Was it solid state or tube? Oh, it's solid state. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's amazing. And the uh, inventor is still alive, and he's got a couple of... Uh, YouTube videos on how to tune the thing and uh, you know showing it he he does one YouTube video in very broken English but it was great it's like this is how you this is how you tune this thing that wow. is amazing so it's a, it's a if it, there's a ton of Eurorack uh, modules that people are doing based on the circuits of the Polyvox That's so it it has you know 
gone on from there but it's it's incredibly cool sounding it's just it's like nothing that you would hear out of an american synth the filters are so distorted and you can do amplitude modulation from one oscillator to another it just sounds like oppression it, it, it sounds like the reaction to a okay. It sounds like it's a, it's a punk rock synthesizer. Is what it really is. Didn't Future Music have a, an article on that? They might recently? have. I, I think I remember seeing that. Yeah, it's 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 very cool. Come on over and yeah, you know yeah. just play with it. It's awesome Wait, sounding. There's nothing that says launch codes on it though. There right? is no launch okay. codes on it. Whatsoever. That's a, <laughs> no, no. That's amazing. That is pretty cool. Rob, how about you? You got anything you're working on? So far, the craziest audio project I've done has been getting this whole setup working again, <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, no, I actually, a lot of the stuff, you know, I spent the first nine months of the pandemic putting myself through a crazy education to be able to do another tier of projects, yeah, which I've been working video on. courses. Yeah, all For that. a thousand but, hours each. <laughs> but all of that led to the work that I'm doing now and all of the stuff I'm building is about to go into public beta test. So that whole story I told about everything I was doing through the pandemic has led to literally like next week, we're going to start to have users actually hands on with all the stuff I've been building nice. for the last year. So it's a very exciting time. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to get bombarded with bugs and design ideas and all these other things, but it's kind of interesting. It's like coming out of the cocoon, not just myself being around people again, but now all the stuff I've been building for the last year, I'm finally going to find out if people actually like it or not. Rob's a butterfly. I'm a butterfly. <laughs> Rob's a butterfly. I can hardly wait for you to be able to tell us, you know, in much more detail. What it's it is coming that you're soon, doing. and the I will say that the marketing website that I've also already built for this unnamed project is probably the coolest web technology I've ever built, and I can't wait to be able to show you guys. It does things so that you've new? never. It's something new, and you've never seen your browser do some of the tricks I have it doing. Wow. wow. Well, let me just tell you, if you need anything in Russian, I, have... <laughs> I know this guy. I know this guy. No. He can tell you about that. I'm Russian to get it out to the public. That's about it. It's fantastic. Uh, Bliss, how about you? Oh, just getting my apartment ready for my Architectural Digest cover. Oh, there you go. Which it will be. Interior no design. What's the uh, style? Um, well, my family has a ton of antiques, like family antique pieces that they gave me, which I love. But I also want to put my spin on things. So I have a little bit of modern and color and, I don't know, beautiful leather couch. I just um, spent like five hours pick picking out the accent pillows, which are really cool. So we'll just so call it bliss. We'll just call it bliss. And, yeah, the whole thing. It's bliss it's making cozy. Hey. I just got to I got to give kudos there cuz she uh art direction is definitely something she can do really well. We did I did a shoot once and we shot at this apartment. I mean this house and it was just this ugly just living room and Bliss shows up and she has a car full of stuff that she just got from her house and she transformed that room into like this amazing like you'd want to live there. And it was pretty <laughs> incredible. So that is a gift. <laughs> that was pretty good. Well, that's cool. I hope that person isn't listening. <laughs> With the ugly house. Oh, okay. Ugly is the wrong word. How about simple? <laughs> Lots of potential. Potential. Oh, yes. there we go. There, there, you, go. Go. there you go. That's the right. <laughs> what are you working on? Uh, uh, let's see. Um, well, I've got uh, I've got a couple films that I'm going to be mixing in my little studio, which I'm really excited about. That's coming up, um, and uh, it's. 
it's a small room 5-1 system, like tiny, tiny. Like between the front and back is probably the length of this table, maybe mm. just a little bit more. But my speakers are really tight, and I'm really, I've been referencing. It's like you can mix on anything as long as you have a good reference. If you have a really good reference, then you can mix on it because you just copy what your reference is. So if you want to mix a 5-1 film, listen to 5-1 films in your system, mm. and then make sure your sounds like that the only thing that you have to worry about is your low end and make sure nothing's lying to you and 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 that's when you like when you start using scopes and things like that you really want to rely on that because that's you're going to see what's getting away from you you like if you can't hear that that like crazy thing that's happening let's say at like you know 60 hertz because your speaker doesn't doesn't really do that if you see a spike right there you know well something's crazy happening down there so do you have yeah. a lot of absorption up nope. in your space I uh, it's all like super tight. Like that's why I had to make it tight. I couldn't go wide because I. I mean, I have a little bit, but not anything. Um, let's just say, acoustically, it's not ideal. <laughs> so you really have to reference. You have to listen. You have to listen. You have to listen. Like I know where my problems are, and I know what's um, what my challenges. Is. But to be perfectly honest. When you start mixing, you win a lot of your battles just with your levels, right? Like like EQ, yes, EQ could come in and, and you'll have phase problems that you can hear. But you can hear phase, like even if you can't hear the frequencies, you can definitely hear phase problems because it's going to sound weird at whatever frequency you hear. So you just know that that's, that's going to be part of the ballgame. More so, just make sure you get your, like nail your levels. That's, that's, your, that's, your, that's half your battle. Like... I tell people this, and like nobody really knows, like what dialogue sounds like. Like, what's dialogue supposed to sound like? Well, it, to be honest, it's whatever that mixer thought the dialogue was going to sound the best at at that time, right? So you just have to listen. You have to listen if it sounds good and if it's within the parameters. There's no like, oh my gosh, that's that's bad. If you if you you know bad dialogue when you can't understand the dialogue. Right. You know bad dialogue when you can't hear bad dialogue but there's tons of great dialogue there's like it's you know it's it's so that's where the art and that's where the subjective part of the whole mixing process comes in is when you do things like that and when you're mixing on a tiny system like i am you just got to hang on to whatever whatever you can hang on because it's it's going to go for a wild ride it's not going to sound you know like a, a 50 million dollar budget but believe me i don't have that kind yeah. of budget but it's fun, you know, and, if, and for me, it's great getting back into audio. And then I'm going to be working on some video stuff, and uh, me and Miss Bliss are working on a few things video-wise, which is nice to get back out into the world and do that. So there's some cool stuff and some stuff with some spaces we're going to be doing. Um, I'm working on doing some more filming with actually immersive studios. Um, so I want to see that. I'm really curious to see how that goes and how that's going to pay off, if it pays off. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm, look, if we can do it, great. But I don't know. 3D TV. Q Sound. Remember Q Sound? Yeah. That was supposed to take oh, over? Yeah. Where they, they wanted the, you to the, pay a license wait, to Wait, wasn't, wasn't that Pagey Boy's old 80s <laughs> new wave band? No, that was Q Feel. <laughs> Where is he? He's supposed to be here. Uh, uh, he's supposed to be here. Uh, yeah. He's here in spirit. That's, he's he's, he's spirit. right over there, right? <laughs> he's Close literally, by. yeah, he's like right over there. But um, He's walking distance. <laughs> Well, if you want to talk about those technologies, I could go get the remote for the Desper Spatializer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah. All right. Oh.
for another time. <laughs> That'll be another time. Well, hey, if you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at audio at nowcastnetwork.com. That's audio at nowcastnetwork.com. By the way, something happened with my ISP, and I just got a boatload of emails dating back to February that showed up. So if you've written an email and I haven't responded, there's a good chance that I will respond soon. Because that literally, has that ever happened to you? It's like, I just got a ton, like... I don't know. They were putting them in the room, and all of a sudden, they just decided to deliver them now. But I guess <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's the weirdest thing. But uh, no haters. <laughs> but anyhow, you can reach us at audio at nowcastnetwork.com. That's audio at nowcastnetwork.com. From myself and the whole gang here, thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. Time to leave the house, Joanne. Thanks for listening to the Audio Nowcast, sponsored by API and Wireworld Pro Audio. The Audio Nowcast is hosted by Mike Rodriguez and features a panel with Rob Arbutier, Bobby Osinski, Scott Gershon, Nick Peck, Diego Stucco, Brandon Birdside, Martin Page, Bobby Summerfield, and maybe a guest or two. We'll see you next time.